Kids K Productions Unplugged, a podcast by the kids for the kids. This podcast's intention is to connect and share with honesty. Please be mindful that content may unintentionally trigger psychological symptoms. If this podcast begins to upset you, then we advise you to stop listening and seek support. If you do not have support, please call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Keep on pushing through Cause I get up And I may fall right back down But you love lifts me back to solid ground Yeah, I get up Welcome back, everyone, to Kidscape Unplugged. I'm Sadie Ward, your host, and today we'll be talking about coming, becoming an adult. As someone who's almost finished their freshman year of college, I wish I had some guidance on becoming an adult. Transitioning from a childhood to adulthood can be challenging and force you to face some childhood trauma. Moving away to college or just simple adulting isn't an easy task, and many colleges offer free mental health services, yet traditional counseling doesn't work for some people. Joseph Galata has dedicated his life to helping disadvantaged teenagers with art. Mr. Galata, you are very passionate about helping troubled youth find their own unique selves. How important is it for you, do you believe that it is for teenagers transitioning to young adults to seek a way of healing their childhood trauma? Well, life is filled with both joys and traumas, hopes and fears, um, dreams and disillusionments. And so when we, as teenagers, step out of that world of high school and we enter into a world of adulthood, which is college or vocational skills or in search of some education and career, we carry all of that with us. We carry the joys, the traumas, the disillusionments, the hopes, the dreams, the joys. We carry that with us. And the challenge is that as adults, like you, your first year of college, you get more challenges, you get more fears, you get more worries, and you get more joys. So how do you combine the past with the present? Because we're working towards the future. Yeah, absolutely. And you're known for using art to help you find a healthy way and safe way to cope with emotions and realize the true potential and overcome them. Why do you think that young people resonate with your approach so well? Well, because I absolutely 1000% believe that we are creative human beings. And even though we focus so much, like in college, we focus so much on the mental, we focus so much on the intellectual, but we are emotional learners. So for instance, I'm looking at you. You, uh, you're, you look extremely uh, intelligent, right? So I'm assuming you are intelligent. But as intelligent you may be, if I was to ask you, when you were in sixth grade, what was on page 164 of your history book? I don't care how many times you read that page, you ain't going to remember. But if I say to you, tell me something that happened to you when you were in sixth grade, a song, a movie that you saw, a wedding you went to, a festival you went to, a ballet you saw, a book you read, you're going to tell me something about it because we, we retain emotions. And so the arts is a powerful, powerful force to help us um, discover 
our our emotions, to discover what who we are, what our opinions are, our perspectives are, what we believe in, what are our hopes and our dreams, what have, what can we do about things, what can we do for solutions to overcome traumas, how can we heal from traumas? The arts give us that. That's why we love movies. That's why we listen to music. That's why we go to bookstores and libraries and search for books. That's why we daydream. And some people may not even agree with this, but I believe in it. That's why even people pray and meditate. You know, people say, oh, I want to meditate and I want to get uh, the present moment. But the present moment is comprised of all of our other moments of life. That's why we use music in church services or synagogues. That's why we use, you know, walk down the street and you see how people have the earphones on listening to music. It inspires us, it educates us, and it gets us in touch with everything that's out there that we're searching for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that I've always tried to be involved with the arts, whether performing, directing, drawing, or singing. When I lived at home, I found opportunities to be involved with art everywhere. However, moving to Arizona to attend college has made finding those opportunities to participate in arts very challenging. How can a young adult find those opportunities to participate in arts in their area? You know, there has to be a balance. Like you are a college student. So everybody who's ever left home as you did and you've gone to college, you have to find that balance. People put so the young people, you yourself, I'm sure you did, I did. We put pressure on ourselves. Oh, I'm a first year student in college. I'm a second year student in college. Oh, I'm a first year student in medical because I worked in the School of Medicine. Oh, I'm a fourth year nursing student. I, I, I have student loans. My parents are paying all this money. I've got to graduate. I've got to be a success. And so we, we mm, limit ourselves to the enjoyments. We think, okay, I just got to study. I got to cram for an exam. I've got this homework done. I've got this homework done. I've got this paper due. I've got this. You know, oh, I got to go grocery shopping. I got to do the laundry. Oh man, I'm going to take off some um, two hours and go to have lunch with my friends. Uh, 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 uh. That's all we do. That's all we do. And so when it comes to that enjoyment, we, we, we forget that we deserve to sit back and say, whoa, man, ambition is one thing, but being a zealot in ambition is another thing, you know? And that, you know, I will tell you something, and this is something for you young people to think about. I'm working on projects about retire for p- programs for people uh, that are, are um, adults, especially women who are not healthy and not happy. And a lot of it is because of they're retired. They have lived their whole lives with one identity or two identities. I have to, I'm a professional lawyer. I'm a professional doctor. I'm an airline steward. I'm a pilot. I'm a, I'm a teacher. I'm a mother. I'm, I'm a, I, and then when they retire and their kids are grown off to college and others, their grandkids live in another state, they don't have their coworkers. Their, they, they lose a support system. And you know what? They don't feel healthy. We're working on a video right now called for teenage girls, healthy food, healthy friends, healthy fun. Because people forget about that. People forget about that. And so uh, that's a, a piece of advice on how do you overcome traumas is you overcome traumas by discovering meaningfulness. What you can't, you, you know, I, I don't know if you know uh, the name Viktor Frankl. 
Viktor Frankl is world famous. He's passed away. He was actually a uh, student of Freud. He was actually a, a psychiatrist, uh, and he was in the concentration camps during the Nazi era for being Jewish. When he came out, he wrote, he developed a new ther therapy, and I got certified in that therapy, and it's called logotherapy. And what Viktor Frankl says is there's four searches in life. From the time they cut the umbilical cord on us to the time we die, we spend our life searching for four things, and three of them are unhealthy. The un first unhealthy one is the search for survival. Just do what you have to do every day to survive. The second unhealthy search is the search for power. I got to get a PhD. I got to be elected president of the United States. The third unhealthy search is the search for instantaneous pleasure. I just have to have pleasure 24 hours a day. All of them are unhealthy because that doesn't exist. The only healthy search is the search for meaningfulness, the search for meaning. And when we have traumas, we can't change it. Viktor Frankl says, we can't control everything that happens to us, but we can control what happens, how we react to what happens. We can control what happens by how we react. And uh, so the traumas that you leave home with, that others right now are preparing, this is what, April, people are gonna be graduating from high school in, in May and June, spending the summer getting ready to, for college. They're gonna be filled with anxiety, it's gonna be filled with excitement, you know the game. And when you say they're taking the traumas with them, whether they had a magnificent life, they still had some traumas, whether they were bullied in school or their parents got divorced or somebody, their grandmother died or their little fish, you know, disappeared <laughs> into nowhere, into the water. You're going to take these with us. We can't control what happened to us. But when you find meaningfulness, then you learn how to accept it. And what did you learn from that trauma? And how do you make sure that trauma doesn't happen again? Or how do you make sure you don't react to that trauma again? For instance, maybe you worked your tail off writing a paper in high school and you just thought it was the best thing or you're in the performing arts. You were in the senior class play and you forgot all of your lines and people laughed and ridiculed you. And okay, now you're in college and you desperately wanna sign up for a drama class. You want to, you know, or you want to write this paper for anthropology, but you're just scared that trauma's back there. You're just scared of stepping out and being ridiculed again. How do you learn from that? And so you don't deny yourself the opportunities for success and happiness. Yeah, that's, that's really powerful, actually. I, I never thought about the fact that even little things like that could come back to haunt us in some way if we didn't huh? kind of overcome yeah. those fears. Definitely. Well, thank you, Mr. Galada, for coming on today. And that's all we have for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Kidscape Unplugged. And I may fall right back down But you love me back to solid ground Yeah, I get This week's podcast is sponsored by Kidscape Productions. Kidscape Productions offers before, during, and after school workshops, assemblies, out of school time camps, and private coaching. Visit kidscapeproductions.com. Their coupon code is KSP Podcast. That's KSP Podcast. Altogether, no spaces. To save 15% on all of their classes and camps. Thank you for listening to Kidscape Unplugged. Like, share, and subscribe. 
You can always reach out to us at kidscapeproductions.com. Stay tuned for our next podcast in two weeks. Yeah, I get up